welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, the Star Trek podcast. Woo! My name is Caitlin, and with me tonight are... Jake. Chris. And Ames. <sighs> and we're here Hi, for Jake. episode 127. What? What in the butt? Whoa. No. No. Isn't that, like that movie where the guy got his arm trapped? Oh, That's, yeah, yeah. Is that 127? Yeah. In a butt. hours. Yeah, in a butt. No. He had to hack off his own arm because he got his shit stuck while he was out, like, mountain hiking, climbing. Yeah. Dislike. Yeah, hard, no. Agreed. Hard dislike. Why do you think I don't ever want to go hiking and shit? You don't know what could happen. <laughs> Listen, that stuff can happen anywhere. That could happen in your fridge <laughs> could happen by accident. right here. <laughs> Reach into the fridge, the door closes on I you. Oh, chop no. off my arm because Black this, Cat won't let me There's out. only this bread knife in Reach. Ooh. Anyway, we're here today to talk about two episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. First, uh, in frame of mind, Riker's crazy! Woo! Or nothing is new, he? Nothing new there. Basically, this is just a episode where... The beard uh, grew into the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Riker gets gaslighted a lot mm. and is made to think that it's actually it sort of reminds me a little bit of inner light in that in the beginning he is very much on the enterprise and then suddenly he's in a mental institution where they're trying to convince him that this is all that's all just been a fantasy oh, it reminded me an awful lot of the one where he had a son randomly and the son's oh. trying to oh, convince yeah, him what was that, that called uh, yeah the alien with his little hollow projectors yeah uh, future imperfect yeah, there we go that one a lot because also it meant that he, you know, he, it was like, oh no, your memories are wrong, and Minuet's your wife, and isn't she hot? Yeah, this is sort of like, uh, yeah, this is this is Riker's inner light, but it's really dark. Yeah, but it sucks. Mm. Inner dark. Really, I like, I see, I like a lot of it. There's a, oh, no, 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 I meant his, oh, it his, sucks, for, it sucks him. for him. Okay. Yeah, no, I thought this was an okay episode of yeah. the two, for sure. I, I love watching Riker go insane. See, I, I'd actually written, like, it's a little inner light, it's a little schisms, and I feel like maybe one more thing, but I don't know what, that's what. It's, it's... Future Imperfect? Future Imperfect. So you, you put those three in a blender, mm. uh, hit liquefy. Add some ice cubes. Yeah, and you got this episode. Riker was doing some stuff with his eyes that I didn't even realize you could do to act. Like, I feel like he was managing to, like, have his eyes, like, doing the opposite of crossing <laughs> randomly going to show his craziness. I was like, holy shit. And that reminds me, I don't know if you saw the post I shared, but um, that TOS actor passed away recently. Um, he was a guest star twice. He was the... Van Gelder? Van Gelder. Okay. And he was the crazy space captain that one other episode. The terrible. Like, I have no idea what thing you shared, so. Oh yeah, but um, he always just played a really great crazy, and it was like, oh, sad to report this actor died, and my first reaction was like, wait, what? He was alive? He was <laughs> old in the sixties. That's true. How old was he? Uh, ninety-four, which means he was younger wow. in the sixties than I thought. <laughs> mm. Wow. Well, Sorry, you made me think of that because you're crazy eyes. No, that's fine. That's really, I've pretty much described the whole episode, right? I mean, that's basically it. We spend the whole time I mean, like, there's, like there's, there's so much. Well, yeah, there's like, of what is real and what isn't, yeah. and the answer is probably nothing. Nothing is real. I am not real. Caitlin, you're not real. We're living in a Cyclops' eye. Oh my god, it's Inception. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so, it's your top. acting in a play wherein he is a crazy person mm -hmm. and what happens to him in this episode is like basically just mirroring 
his Although, experience in this show, kind of. Like, so none of what we... I, like, the impression I was under is none of what we saw in the episode until he was ripping himself out of the bed at the end. Yeah, until he actually real. does wake up, pull the thing out of yeah. his head, and grab the knife that they left conveniently nearby with yeah, his seriously. communicator. But, uh, Idiots! If you're gonna fucking abduct somebody, yeah. take away their things. Yeah. Well, you know... He, well, they had him so drugged, they probably didn't expect him to fight You don't understand. Out. You understand, Bill Riker has to register his hands as deadly weapons. <laughs> so even if they hadn't left the knife... He'd just been Kirk I, I like how when he beams out, the guy's just like, ah, shut up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, well. Everyone's always trying to abduct Riker. Yeah. Um, Do you think these guys wanted to fuck him also? Mm-hmm. It's that beard. Yeah, so, it, yeah, the are motivations. The syn- are we done with the synopsis? I can't tell. Oh. Yeah. Just like this episode, when reality, where yeah, the no, synopsis I, I, I was, reality. I was done with the synopsis after my first eight second thing like that's basically the whole synopsis we spend our whole time wondering like what's real and what's yeah. not yep, yep. but it sounds like so nothing is real all right. of it was his imagination although it sounds like his imagination was but like the impression i was under was there definitely had been a play he was in where he played a crazy yeah i want to see that play but then but yeah he was in a play where he played a crazy and then his brain because of the what they were doing to him in the medical lab, yeah, his he was brain, dreaming mostly. Yeah, mm-hmm. his brain was conflating. Yeah, the play with reality. So it's also a little bit shades of gray. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it definitely like because at first you're kind of like, oh, so they created this. Uh, you know, it actually is a gaslight. Like the, yeah. the aliens were actually trying to convince him that he was mental. Because that would make. Were the, like what were the aliens? Well, that's doing exactly because so they, they weren't. Making him have these memories. No. These memories were just happening they they, because of the they stuff. Were, they were basically probing him, yeah, trying to get trying information to, yeah. out Which, of him. Because they caught him about what? Because like this was about this. How many? How many bacteria are in his ass? Yeah. How many starships in that quadrant? So that's this is like a local planet-bound civil war. Federation tactical information doesn't fucking matter to yeah. them. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So when we start the episode. Yeah, even that is the dream. Yeah, like I, I, I'm pretty sure that like from the word go, yeah, we are already in fantasy land. The only reality is the very end when he yanks himself out of the bed and then very inefficiently destroys the stage. I actually wonder if the first couple of scenes we see, if not, if not being the truth, or at least very close to the truth. Yeah, I'd say because that. you know having a rehearsal with Bev. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that actually that happens. is the stuff of nightmares because Bev is a terrible actor. Does coach. check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, being being briefed on this adventure he's supposed to be going on for the Talonian culture things. Yeah, I had I wrote a note. Most of his briefing on Talonian culture is in their mating habits. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> that didn't come to pass. Oh, but it is definitely even if it is close to the truth, it's definitely still not real though, because that is the first time we see the like. Oh yeah, we see the the guy. Dude, yeah, him encountering the dude. Yeah, yeah. he's in the hall. Yeah, what's interesting is so the guy, the main alien, the guy that we see on the ship a lot, and who turns out in the dream to be the hospital administrator, but who's who's also the scientist. Or whatever, yeah, probing his brain. We know the other big alien character that we see a lot of is that big galoot guy. It's oh, like, the orderly, the orderly, yeah. Mm. And he doesn't seem to exist. He must have just been some guy that that Riker saw on the planet. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe it's one of the guys that attacked him. Maybe would make sense because he yeah, makes held him, him down. Fairly, and yeah. Put the thing in his head because that guy was the most interesting of the aliens to me. Interesting he, in what way? Well, he didn't do much. No, well, he no, but he had that like weird sadistic. 
nurse ratchet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they all a little bit dead. Well, yeah, but he was the most overtly a dick. Yeah, the 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 psychiatrist Cyrus. Yeah, he seemed to be like again. Now we're all talking about imaginations, like Data. He was presumably the Data character, I guess, in the play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Data he was questioning was, him a lot, but Data was way more sinister. Mm, yeah, true. Than that. Well, like, Data, that can, actually Data, Data seems... can do whatever he wants with his voice because he can just be like Picard yeah, if he wants to and have that voice. I guess the thing is, like the the, the, the the doctor in the dream in the institution of the institution people, he seemed the least sadistic. Yeah, yeah. you'd you'd think that he's actually trying to help Riker through yeah. this thing. Yeah, but that again could just be good cop, bad cop. But yeah. again, we're talking about a dream, so yes. who knows? Which, actually, that does explain quite a few things. Who wants to bet the actual play didn't go that well? I've seen plays go worse. Then the actor yelling into the audience, It's your fault, isn't it? It's you! Well, the, the first time. Because um, like, I have a note where everyone's like, going ape shit for, oh, yeah, for he, at the well, end. He, and I was people like, were actually yelling, Bravo! Yeah, and I was but like, like alright, really... stop, stop kissing the first officer's ass. He wasn't that good. Well, the Bravos weren't that good. Well, that's true too. The, his performance was probably about as good as those Bravos suggested. <laughs> I'm just saying, but it does make sense now. He, but I, I loved some of the some of the shots in this, where like you know he turns the audience and everyone's clapping. Oh, yeah. Picard and then, was my favorite audience member. Yeah. He was so cute. He was just like, yes, we clap. It's so great. They really, yeah, it really sold the something's fucked up yeah. here vibe. I'm surprised they didn't do anything really with the wide angle of the fisheye. I know. I think they found they found light, nice equivalents of weird angles to play with and weird lighting to play with yeah. that you didn't have to do the the because you know fisheye is a Spock thing. You got to yeah. use it on Spock and nobody else. Fisheye crazy. And then and then the you know the scene where he is in the play talking to data but he turns around and he's in the cell mm. and then he turns back and still data and he turns around again and it's the cell and then the clapping like i don't know i just thought that the, that the sound design and the camera work and like the way that the director the dp or whoever was figuring out these shots dp director, director of photography. yeah the, okay. the camera guy they the way that they figured out how to kind of play with our reality, reality. Yeah. yeah, you know, by by changing that location in the way that they did, and it's 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 unusual to see that in Star Trek. Normally, you would expect there to be some trickery where, like, they would have half the set and then they'd move it, and you know, but they mm. just did it with cuts. Yeah, until you know, until it started breaking down, and they had that really shitty. Glass shattering, shattering. Glass shattering. Not a good one. I think, yeah, I think that they, chose the, they chose that because they didn't want to do an effect they had used in a previous episode or some shit. They should have gone with that. Or a different show. That, they that effect. Seen. Well, that and like they probably had, work. They had just bought it and they were so excited to yeah. show it all. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, felt like let's be honest. it felt like a PowerPoint. In like, 1992, <laughs> yeah, didn't that it? was probably mind-blowing, especially on television. Maybe. But now it's just like, oh, that didn't age well. But yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was my that was the highlight of the episode for me was just how how well they sold it. And I can remember yeah. And this, Frakes does a great job with it too. This is an episode that I can really remember did. seeing. I feel like this one I probably saw for the first time like Today. later when it was airing on WNDS, The mm. Winds of New England. High pressure. High pressure. Um oh, Al, Al. Al Caprillion. Because they used to air TNG and I'd watch it a lot in the evenings. And I can remember 
there was certainly a lot of episodes that I had seen for the first time. And this is one where it's just like, what? What? What, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and he meets the, like, the... The woman in the in the lounge oh, area giant. who's She's like, let me pull out my nut. communicator. It's a spoon. Did there you ain't... notice he used like the he, the the doctor gave him the spoon afterwards after collecting it from Jaya. He gives Riker the spoon to eat whatever filth they had given him. And I'm thinking, Riker, don't use that. You don't know what the fuck she did with Jaya. it. Jaya, Jaya. Jaya. Yeah. Doesn't mean like asshole or fuck me. Fuck me, yeah. Oh. And what? Fuck. Me. I don't Fuck know. you. <laughs> it's that curve. It's that curve. Yeah. curve. It's a curve it's a episode curve. where like Richard lends him his like mantra. No, he lends. Yeah. Oh, he it's lends to Richard, to and Richard. he tries to take it back, and it turns out it means fuck, fuck me. me. <laughs> nice. I think the the element that did not work for me in this episode was embodying embodying all of Riker's emotional aspects. Oh with a yeah, character. as crew members. Mm. And then you know Troy shows up, and she's like, "I'm here to be your emotional side." I oh. am the goddess of empathy. Worf shows up. I'm here to be the side of you that wants to attack. Oh, you gotta you gotta think about this logically. And I'm thinking, oh, data, data. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Why? Why would you do Picard? Because mm, they didn't give us Patrick Stewart enough to do this episode. What is it in his contract? Just pay him. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, that scene felt a little, felt a It felt flat. like it felt like they just needed things for the other cast members to do. Kinda. I liked, you know, I like, you know, having Bev and Worf in their quote unquote break in, which turned out not to even be a fucking break in because it was all in his fucking head, and that's a nice twist. I liked that. That felt realistic. But having, you know, Troy and Worf and Picard talking through Oh, what did we do next? Oh, I felt scared. I wanted to run away. Yeah, it didn't make any sense and it wasn't like getting to the crux of anything it was just well, weird repetitive nonsense i mean i think the the break-in and the let's visit with the crew therapy session i think we're both intended to be like oh this is riker's subconscious fighting back against the psychological whatever the fuck is well, yeah, that's true because they kept telling him like this isn't real yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah that makes sense i buy that but what's interesting also is that the crew the Enterprise, I don't think they even realized anything was wrong. They just assumed he was just on his Yeah, mission. yeah, because when he finally radios at the end, he's like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. They're like, where have you been? Yeah. Did you get some ice cream? It's like he went down for his mission, and then they just stayed up there and so, waited. So far, we sent Riker on two solo undercover missions. <laughs> and it does not go well either contact. time. Hey, in first contact, he got a bang a lady. Yeah, but I don't think I don't know how into it he was. Mm. Super into it. It's true. She had See, those... for a second, I thought you were talking about the movie because I forgot there was an episode called First Contact. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad decision. And I was for like, title. no, only Data got to bang any ladies in that movie. <laughs> nice. Of course, first gross. episode, like that one, was a much better episode. Episode. First, first episode is. Oh yeah, first episode. Yeah, first, first contact. contact is good. Well, I, I love First Contact. This one is. Fine. I like this episode. I, I mean, it's like I say, it's, I don't think it's uh, gonna win any kind of best episode awards, but I, I do like it's it. It's the way that they did psychological horror best yeah. that they've done it in Star Trek because I know they've tried a couple of times. Yeah. Oh yeah, and with nightmares or horribly what the fuck, failed. The fuck was that schisms? horrible? Night no, night terrors. Night terrors. The one with Troy. I'm trying to find you. <laughs> and again, she was probably legitimately terrified by that episode because Poor heights. Bastard. But the rest of us are just kind of like, no, nah, it was stupid. Yeah, I mean, for season six, it's good. <laughs> yeah, season six has been kind of all over the place. Oh, my God. There's been a few, like, bright moments. There's still a few good things coming up. Oh, that's good. But, yeah, it has been... Kind of meh. Kind of meh. Yeah, no, you can definitely, like, tell they were dividing their focus. I agree. Yeah. 
Now, is the season is season seven better or worse? Mm, again, there's. I think the consistency continues to drop. Uh, but there's again, season seven has some fantastic episodes, but it also has some real bad. So ones. it's sort of like TOS season three, where there's like some hidden gems, but also yeah. just a lot of trash. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is still a far better season than either seasons one or two. Yeah. But it's definitely a noticeable drop in quality from its predecessors. Yeah. I even know this episode, they had to cobble together fairly quickly because other episodes weren't working. And <laughs> I think the liter- the literal idea was, okay, what if Riker wakes up in an insane asylum? And they're like, yeah, yeah? No, that's it. That's all that's I've got all so far. <laughs> Work on it. And they were, he, they, they, I forget who wrote this. Uh, they, let, they let him write, on, write it for like three days, checked in. He gave them the synopsis. And they're like, all right, great, we'll do that. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> All right, we're still in the yellow, but I don't know how much else we have to say about this. Not a lot. It was just... Frakes did mostly a good job, but there's that one big no he had to shout at one I point. Wrote oh, that. That was a I wrote that down. Oh, don't, don't Riker, are you No! What was that no? no? Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. Like, he was definitely delivering... I Not Frakes, but Riker. Was delivering his lines better before Bev gave him direction. Bev is a terrible director. She's all, yeah, no, I, I now understand why people, like, flee her productions. Like, <laughs> he was giving, like, a more, it was a more restrained and nuanced performance, and then he was just shouting. It's like, Jesus, Bev. I was in a play like that once, though. Mm. Someone gave a really good early read, but then the director just had them tear out any kind of subtlety. It was so sad. Was it Jake? It was Jake, wasn't Probably. it? Probably. No. That was something I would... Anyway. What I did read was um, that Brandon Braga took inspiration from Roman Polanski's Repulsion. And I couldn't find the movie somewhere accessible to watch it. But I read the, the synopsis of it. And it sounds really fucking weird. Because Roman Polanski. Yeah. It's about like a, a girl who's afraid of intimacy and afraid of like being around other people. And she lives with her sister and her sister's boyfriend and they go out of town for a while and she starts having what may be hallucinations hmm. and you're not sure and then a guy who's into her comes over and she accidentally kills him and hides him in the tub. Like and, you do. And the sister and the, and the boyfriend come back and they're like, why is there a body in the fucking Man. tub? <laughs> Man, the fucking Manson murders really fucked that guy up. Yeah. What guy? Roman Polanski. Roman? Yeah. I, was, I mean, he's a creeper. Yeah, he's awful. But like, at the same time, it's like, yeah, but he went through some shit. I, I do kind of want, I feel like, Probably the sex pest stuff would have happened regardless. Yeah, probably. All right. Yeah, I have I have very little on this episode except I, w- I wanted to see if Frame of Mind was a real play. Frame of Mind is a play they made up for the episode, mm. but I bet you there are some Trekkies out there that retconned it and turned it into an actual play. And I'm sure it's terrible. I I would like to see it. Oh, I, I know, but I, I mean, I'm just if, if they, I just imagine Trekkies trying to extrapolate that those few bits into a full play and they they'd fuck it up somehow. I feel like it would be like psychosis for. Oh, that, whatever yeah, it is. Numbers. Was that the Sarah Kane? Kane, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's out of her mind. There's some. Yeah, stupid, that's what uh, I hear. It was a really bad episode I saw with, or not episode, movie with Jim Carrey where he was. Like, it was kind of like number twenty-three. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I've never seen it, but I was like, the only movie I could think of that probably fit the bill. Yeah, he's was like losing 20. his mind. He keeps the number seeing... twenty-three is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it was a Joel Schumacher movie. Should have been a Joel Joel. Didn't mock her. That's most of his movies. That's yeah. correct. Anyway, let's get back to Star Trek. Wow. Star Trek. One right. more episode to talk about. What's the other episode this week, Caitlin? The other episode this week. Oh, God. Can we just go back to talking about anything but this? Mm. The next episode is Suspicions. In Suspicions, Bev is trying to do a really shitty, like, hardened 
detective private eye narration voice over the way... It was a cold and drafty night. (laughs) In my vagina. Yikes. Basically, Bev has been fired because she Bye, got like a science, a summit of science, scientists together to check out. I don't know why it's her job. This awesome metaphasic shielding technique, which has been discovered by Dr. Rega, who is a Ferengi scientist, which is basically an oxymoron, as he points out, <laughs> or whatever. I liked him. I did he too. Was, yeah, no, he was yeah, great. He's the first Ferengi we've met who isn't a total piece of shit. That's because he's a scientist. Yeah. But anyway, we had, we had a scientist. Klingon, who was still a piece of shit. So he's so he's Dr. Rig has got this awesome new thing whereupon a modded out shuttle with this modophasic shielding device can literally fly right the fuck into a star without the shuttle like, you know, melting and subsequently the human being or, the or alien too, person yeah. inside of it. And it's awesome. We're like, sweet, this is great. But nobody's taking him seriously because they're a bunch of racists. So Bev's like, all right, well, I'm going to get some people together. We'll check it out. And the interesting group she gets together are Joe Brill, which is a Tacaron. Sure. Take Tacaron? Pokemon. I wrote it down. Joe Brill, who's a a Pokemon. Doctors Christopher uh, and Tapan, who are a human and Vulcan married couple. And then Kurak, who is a Klingon. They decide that they get together. They want to test it out. Rega offers to, to show them it definitely works, but they're like, no, no, we need somebody else because you're going to be all biased and shit. I don't know how they would possibly fake that, but fine. You're fake flying into the corona. You fake made it work. Fucking liar. So uh, Joe Brill offers to do it, and whilst he is doing it, something has happened, and there's lots of barium in the, uh, barium. wasn't it? <laughs> like a barium enema. What was it? <laughs> it was baryons, wasn't it? I thought it I'm was. sure. <laughs> I thought it was actually barium. Made up eons. It was oh. some kind of eons. Was it baryons then? Unobtainium. So. Unobtainions. I think uh, it was the things that they were sweeping off of the Enterprise. Oh, and, that would make sense. Whatever. Some sort of shit gets into the shuttle and he has to turn back and fails. As soon as he gets back on the ship, he croaks. Bev is like, I don't even really know. Like, she's like, oh no, this is really sad. And I, she has to shut Dr. Rega down. She's like, nope, we're not going to fund this anymore. Uh, Some guy died. Somebody died, so we're, we're done here. And then Rega totes, gets killed or kills himself. We don't know which. Do-do-do-do. Obviously, he didn't kill himself. It's dumb. Because he sounded really, really into proving that it was going to work. So fucking Bev decides to play doctor slash detective. Doctorative. Dectator. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So she's trying to prove that he was murdered. And Picard is like, okay, but whatever you do, don't give him an autopsy. Because if you do that, it's going to really piss off his family. They got to do some stupid rites. And she's like, well, whatever, and cuts that motherfucker open anyway. So that's really why she was fired, was because of that. Yes. Yes. Because the Ferengi weren't already pissed at us enough. So then she decides, yeah, they they had one fucking scientist and she kills him. Nice job. (laughs) So she's like, hey, Picard, I was really drunk last night and I totally did an autopsy on Dr. Rega. And Picard's like, what the fuck, Beverly? You're fired. 
and Guinan comes to visit, and Beverly's, like, in a bad mood, and Guinan's like, whatever, bitch, what are they gonna do, fire you again? Go solve the thing. And that's what she does, because she's blazing Bev. <laughs> yeah. I thought you're following that meme. <laughs> I don't know why, like, for some reason, her being blazing Bev just really works for it, me. It's it alliteration. It's it, the only way I can not hate it her. It has apparently spread to outside of I that just, group. I assumed it was just a thing. No, it started there. Oh. So this episode. Here's the thing. About, okay, I have a thing on this episode. I want to say because okay. it didn't. It wasn't in Caitlin's synopsis, and I think it's the thing that ruins this episode. Oh. I mentioned the narration. Yeah, the network. Okay, yeah, it's the narration. It's this fucking framing thing because the whole episode Completely. is told. It's told in flashback, which yeah, not has never. I don't think we've seen ever, ever. Well, because they're, because they are trying to do like yeah, the detective noir thing. thing yeah. This noir well, what's really pissing yeah, me well, off sucks. is the framing device is unnecessary. And then it's they abandon her, it three quarters of the way it's through. It's her doing this fucking expository bullshit where she's explaining everything where they could have just started yep. at the fucking beginning yep. and shown and not told. Also one of my notes, nice. yep. And I think I think it's because they realized very late that they had Whoopi for this episode and it's like the only episode she was available for. Uh, so like, yeah, oh why God. do they keep wasting Whoopi on garbage Whoopi in here. The thing is, she wasn't even at that much. She still could have come in and had the same scene. It's running towards the end instead of in the beginning. Yeah. And it would have had the same. You got same you impact. Gotta, you got to keep working on it, Bev. And again, if you're gonna do the flashback <laughs> thing, you need to Come do on, it Bev, don't for give up. most of the episode, like basically all of it. Not well. Eventually, it eventually caught up with where she was in the press. But it caught up. Usually, it, you know, usually when people do that, it catches up at the climax. You know, here it caught up three quarters of the way in. I don't mm. know. That's what they did in Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> that scene where it's like literally oh, yeah. it's happening right now. That, but now that's clever. Yes. Yeah, no, I hated the narration immediately. Oh god. No, it was, it's and so it was just, bad. It was just Bev being lazy. It and... was redundant. There was that one scene where she was like, and I've run into a lot of weird species or whatever. And then her first line to Picard is like, I've never run into a th- like this before. It's like, wow, great. Fucking great. <laughs> well done, writers. <laughs> Well, yeah. she said she's run into a lot. She didn't say she's run into all of them. What I mean is they, they, no, but the fact that she said run in, like, is in the last line of the voiceover, and then is the first line she says in the scene is the oh, phrase run in. Yeah. I would yes. totally buy that this was written as just a regular episode, and then the whoopee thing happened, and yeah. they were, like, had to retrofit this framing story on it. Yeah, I know this episode went, well, this episode was originally, like, five different things before it turned into this. It was originally going to be a Worf plot instead of a Crusher plot, but they realized we've had Worf in too many episodes that he's in in most of them now. Uh, Let's put somebody else in. He would have made more sense, you know, as a detective. You know what would have made way more sense? If this were a Geordi episode and Aquil was a Doctor episode. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yeah, I'd buy that. I'd buy all of that. Yeah, like, so she goes to this conference for some for no reason. Reasons, even though she's a Because it's not a medical conference. And she it's a, somehow... It's a, wait, what kind of conference was it? How it was, was it not a... It must have been a... No, it was no, a physics a, thing. That's why... fields. And, and yeah, yeah why did she fields? go to this? Because Jordy was on his honeymoon. That's why. <laughs> but then she, like... so They she, were, were going to send the fucking, you know... Star cartographer there, mm. whatever the fuck. But she was already transferred. They yeah. were, you know, she was already thrown into a firestorm somewhere. She, she was already shot out of a finish. But yeah, she goes to this conference she has no business going to. Is somehow able to go, yes, with my complete lack of training in this field, I can tell this actually is a viable idea. A bunch well, of physicists. she's a doctor. I mean, she's, she's a, a physician, idiot. not a physicist. I've got it. 
No, she, but she does some like. Sorry, that's all go right. ahead, Ames. Go after I'm sorry. after she had to give that other Ferengi umox. Mm. She suddenly has ear, big ear fever. There we go. And oh, was really no. into Rega. And also, Rega's like the one nice, not yeah, piece of great. shit Ferengi we've ever I know, I met. was thinking that, though. I was like, she's definitely banging him, right? Still still a close talker like all other Ferengi are, though. Yeah, Why is he so short? Close talker. Yeah, well, even though we kind of like gotten really close to her, and I thought he was going to be creepy, it's like, oh no, he's just being a Ferengi. I That's do just... think, on the part of the writers, it was a, a good choice to have the scientist be a Ferengi, because yeah. we, in, we instantly don't trust... Him. Oh yeah. yeah, I thought he was wicked full of shit for yeah, sure. Yeah, it make, it makes the mystery still a mystery because you're not sure like if he's actually. Although full of as shit. soon as they introduce the very weird looking <laughs> alien, you're like, yeah, it's the bad guy. Who, Joe Brill? Yeah, <gasps> I loved his look. Oh, yeah, he his had cool makeup. makeup is phenomenal. In fact, everybody's costumes this episode were all really great. I thought mm. everyone looked damn good. Yeah, Crusher in civilian clothes was uh, interesting. She, I liked her uh, her little uh, her little dressy dress, dress yeah. and leggings look. I was into it. Yeah, and it wasn't like sexualized, like you yeah. know how Troy dresses. But that that Poor was Troy. a thing that was interesting with um, Joe Bro. No, the Ferengi. Rega. Rega was like when he's just you know when he he's saying like you know. I, I just want recognition. Anyone else can have the full rights to this thing. And it's like, that feels, that's a yeah. big thing for a Ferengi to say. Yeah, there's there's got to be some profit in this for you, buddy. But no, he'll he license really, it for a fee. really was just like a legit straight up, like, no, I just, you know. Well, yeah, but the recognition would be big. I mean, everybody would be chasing to give him umlocks after. <laughs> big swinging dick scientist over here. Yeah, they, they have to fight through bed for that, though. Mm. That's true. She's got... She's got first rights. She doesn't even actually think his idea is good. She just wants to get that. So the other thing, too, is that, like, this technology, if it works, is fucking huge. And we will never hear of it again. But it will, yes, and it, um... <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> You're a good improver. <laughs> well done. No, but yeah, we will never hear of it again. And it also is, like, I don't think the Federation would have invited Joe Brill you know, if like mm. if this was even a possibility, the Federation. Oh, they would have kept that shit close. Yeah, they would have imprisoned Rega, stolen mm. everything from his brain, mm. and then probably fucking done to him what whomever did to Riker in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, so yeah, a ship can fly into the sun's corona. That's pretty cool. It's fucking sick. But like. It, I assume I, saw I assume, the it, sun. I assume Thanks, it works for other things as <laughs> well. I'm it, sure bitch. it would also work for like you know other hazardous radiation. Oh yeah. And how often does the Enterprise oh, yeah. shields get irradiated yep. and yeah? Start remember to break that down? planet that only Data could go down on? Yeah. yeah. Engines had... of Command, I think. <laughs> what? Nice. I didn't know there was a Tasha Yar <laughs> planet. <laughs> yeah. But yes, Engines of Command. Yeah. So like. Radiation is still a big problem for them, and yep. if they had shields that were impervious to it, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, even just like I'm sure, even with all their tech, like there's probably still only so much you can learn about a sun without being able to get all up into it. Mm. <laughs> Having said that, it's do you really data. think they still need cut you open autopsies, dude? That's what I said too. Mm. We were watching it, and I was like, "Really? You're telling me that they?" I, that you can't just fucking whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, you can fucking whoop, whoop everything else. You can't fucking whoop, whoop this. Like, Doc in fucking Star Trek Four is calling trepanning the Dark Ages, but apparently you still need to chop people open to, like, figure out cause of death sometimes. Like, what? Well, like, what? It, sound, it sounded, well, I thought it was Rega's cause of death, which we don't, we still don't know what exactly happened. I assume Job Lots killed him. How? 
okay, all right. Job lots. Let's talk about let's talk about Joe Brill, whose who's superpower is let's he can he play possum lots. as much as he fucking wants, but then also leave Med Bay, crawl out of the freezer he's in, yeah. and go do whatever he wants without anyone ever noticing. Oh, crawl and he gets to uh, reenact murder by not murder by death. Um, death becomes Good her. Band. Oh yeah, I like that with the hole in the stomach. Yeah. Like, I get that his system's decentralized, but I felt like that might have been over-egging the pudding. Like, I think if he just had, like, a severe burn on his chest, mm. I'd be like, yeah, sure. But you could literally see through him. It's like, I don't care how decentralized your organs are, she just disintegrated part of your spine. You are not okay. Uh, Listen, you don't maybe know. Maybe he's just like the T-1000. Because uh, he took a shotgun to the chest. True. And also, what is his, what's his plan? He has been... Dead. He has been proclaimed dead. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna go back to Takaran or whatever the fuck he lives at, and and take the uh, the technology with me, and we're gonna rejoice with it and do all this stuff, and yay, yay us and our awesome sponge like faces. Well, I know what it is. Now that he's flown into a star, that's the only way he can come ever again. So <laughs> he's he's gonna need that. I mean, I guess he knows his body would eventually have been delivered to his people, and then he would have been like, No, yeah, I'm not dead. Don't I, I wonder how often the, the, their people have bodies sent to them just to not be dead, and they're like, oh, yeah, Ralph's back. Yeah, they have to do a, <laughs> they, they do a test first. <laughs> so actually, it was a big problem on that world before they discovered space travel. People would fake their own deaths so they could get shipped home for cheap. It's like, <laughs> okay, okay, so we'll take the train down, but then we'll just die and get shipped back home. <laughs> well, they must be spending a fortune in coffins. Mm. Yeah, but did he have the tech? Like maybe he was gonna like swipe it from the computer when no one was looking. See, like I could. I'm like, How did he know to go in the shuttle with Bev? Because he'd been conscious while she was like woodly wooing him. So and he knew she was going into the shuttle. Maybe he just and started he, following and, and, her, and he could beat her there with no one seeing. Maybe See, he had molted, and she was actually <laughs> autopsying his his shell, and the real guy was just walking around and, di- and didn't notice that those three hearts weren't actually there. Yeah. Three See, hearts? There were like three hearts. Yeah. If this was yeah. a if this was a, a more hardcore mystery episode, we never would have seen Ogawa ever again after this. Ogawa kicked some ass this episode. Well, she also, she should have gotten in some trouble, I think. Yeah, no she, one, was, she was breaking the law, breaking no the law. No one on the Enterprise faces consequences no, for true. anything. Oh, yeah, that's That's true. rule number one of Starfleet. Spock can go to Talos, whatever he fucking yep. wants, because he's Spock. Yep. But I also, Kirk I can know. steal whales. Like, I... He borrowed, on, he so borrowed this whole them. thing is that the reason... No, so it wasn't... Picard didn't, like, fire her... Because he was mad. She, she was relieved because... She fucking uh, shat all over the burial. Yeah, but... Like... But, yeah, but I feel like, honestly, that would be a slap on the wrist. In, from Based on what we've seen in other... Like, considering how regularly the Prime Directive gets shat upon. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like... She thanks Admiral I feel like I, I feel like this was uh, a little over over the top with the punishment. You know, and really, it was just an excuse to give, you know... Guinan some screen time yeah. when she gets to give Bev a pep talk. Yeah, pretty much. It was a pretty bad pep talk. Even for Guinan, I was kind of like, yeah. really? Because, you know, I'm used to I'm used to Guinan bringing her A-game. And this no, you, just... didn't, you didn't seem enthused by the end where we learned that Guinan, who had gone to Bev with a with tennis elbow, admits, oh, I don't even, I don't play tennis I didn't oh, have oh, tennis oh, elbow. Oh. I just probably knew you needed some help. Yeah, it was just a cheesy thing for her to do. I don't it was know. very Guinan, I thought. I yeah. don't know. I thought it was cheap even for Guinan. I don't know. I, just, a good I expect for more from Guinan. That's so, all. 
Yeah. And it's not Guinan's fault. I mean, you know, the writers. Yeah, I'm sure. So. That, I'm sure they realized, fuck, we've got Whoopi, write her in. I don't care what her lines are. So, so Bev was Bev was in trouble because she did <laughs> I don't the care autopsy. What her lines are? <laughs> Say that again, Jake. She, Bev was in trouble because she did the autopsy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because she she what's it called? Disobeyed. Disobeyed. Thank you. A direct order to yeah. not do it. So and not the, only was he explicitly like, "Don't fucking do this," while she was. Flipping him the bird for his orders, she was also violating like burial right. laws of a federate. Are they feder? Ah, no, they're not federation, are they? The Ferengi. Well, maybe they wanted to be someday. Not anymore. You um, fucked it up. The, what? Yeah, we the Ferengi. Vega. The Ferengi do not want to join the, the federation, so, the, the socialist Shh. paradise. Yeah, yeah, they do. Shh, they totally um, do. Anyway, uh, well, no. So, okay, okay. Now she goes and she solves the murder. Does that negate? Like she's just—it's just like all is forgiven. How much? Okay, here's a here's a fun question. How much do you believe Bev when she comes back in the shuttle and and is like, "I figured it out. Joe Brill did it. He wasn't he wasn't dead. He was alive and he was on the shuttle with me." And they're like, "Oh yeah, where is he? Oh well, he's got not there anymore." Yeah, this feels like another. Uh, oh yeah, it was uh, the dog all along, and uh, <laughs> well, I so, uh, took care of it. Joe Brill. Okay, shorty. Joe Brill in my homework. <laughs> Oh, Ames. Nice. I mean, very good. In reality, though, much better. In reality, though, they probably have you know internal scanners on the shuttle that can show it. But they definitely cannot do autopsies. They can probably scan the rug and be like, oh. Yes, here's some molecules that were probably John Watts. Oh, that's Watts. probably true. They, they, they can tell when phasers have been fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although she could have just been firing around. Somebody, well, no, somebody walks into the, the shuttle and they're like, whew. <laughs> smells like burning Joe Brill in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. And I mean, I know this is not like directly at all what they were going for. But all I could think at one point was when she was going around trying to be detective. Especially when she was... Failing to interrogate the other side. Oh yeah, when she had that the Klingon, when she started the Klingon, and oh god, yes, yeah. thrown across the room. You're gonna have to throw me harder. It's like, fuck, you are not the badass you think no, you are. No, babe, she will break you in half. You're not very strong. That was also like a don't hurt yourself, uh, Gates. Gates. Yeah, and delivery. again, just like in Aquil. Why is Beverly investigating this murder? Seriously. Like, wh- ask Worf to handle it. Ask anyone I else had, from security. When it turned into this mystery, I'm like, why are you letting Bev do a mystery? You have Sherlock Holmes' data right yeah. over here. She goes to Data at one point to be like, hey, Data, what would happen on a shuttle if blah, yeah. blah, blah happens? And he's like, oh, well, I believe this, this, this. And like, good, bring Data with you to help with the mystery. He's great at mysteries. Yes. He is good at mysteries. Oh, but that's before I jerked myself, what I was going to say was like, it feels like they were trying to... I'm sorry, um, before you jerked yourself? What did you just inter- say? Interrupted myself. Okay, great. <laughs> it felt like they were almost trying to do like fucking Beverly Crusher's murder she wrote. And mm-hmm. it's like, you are you are no fucking Jessica Fletcher. Sit down. So few people are, yeah, though, you But know? this one definitely had airs of Aquil mm. for me. Just yeah. Because of, of that, there's like, it's another murder mystery that turns out to not be a murder. Mm-hmm. It's a Well, there's a murder off- eventually. It's a yeah. Starfleet officer going way outside their wheelhouse to both... Yep. Investigate well, really, just to investigate a murder. Everything she did, in which it's a stretch by the writers that they're even doing it. Even assembling the scientists was like she was already way outside of her fucking. And why was she the only one working on this? It's a ship of a thousand people. She can find someone in the right field to help with this. You know what this just proves? 
Why was Data not interested in watching this shuttle do a thing? It's a good point. Not only do they need a ship's lawyer, they need a ship's detective. <laughs> well, like, so at some point, that's when... Worf's job. Well, actually, well, it was Dixon Hill's job, but he was already not interested. I mean, you could I, you could theoretically have the chief of security, but have him have a separate underling who handles and reports to him and handles detection. Mm. But yeah, like someone, there should be someone, either the chief of security or someone on the chief's staff, who is just like, you know, at some point you go like, ah, fuck. There, there, there's, there's whodunits afoot. Call the ship's detective. You know, they like work yeah. once a year. Like fucking plum out of mothballs, it's fucking Peter Falk in a yellow fucking jumpsuit that doesn't fit quite right. Hey, Daddy, one more thing there. Well, I mean, Worf did do invest like in the um, the drumhead. He was conducting the investigation yeah. until Satis showed up. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there should be a designated ship's PI. Yeah, sure, but it shouldn't be. Just whoever happens to be closest oh, to the not. to the deceased at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, because not. you definitely don't have any horse in the race. No. I also noticed this episode, as usual, as always, every episode, you can just take shuttles whenever you fucking want. Yep. They'll say, oh, someone's taking a shuttle. wonder who it is. All the incidents hey, they've had, is. and they still don't lock the fucking they did, shuttle back. They did say that there was a way, they, they asked Worf or somebody, yeah. hey, override the shuttle, bring it back in, and he's like, oh, can't do it. But still... <laughs> That was a new feature that mm-hmm. I hadn't noticed, but that I don't think they've true. used before. Yeah, they remember just, when that failed. kid stole a shuttle and yep. almost yeah. killed himself? Yeah. Little Jake. You think after that they just would have started being a little more, uh, a little more careful? I mean, if they were more careful every time a kid got somewhere they shouldn't have got because there weren't locks, there'd be no fucking show, basically. That's when you don't have kids on the fucking ship, and then then it's solved. Oh, yeah. Good one. Good one, Star Trek. I don't think I figured this episode out. I think I remembered it partway through. What, you mean Joe Brill being the... The, the like, yeah, being alive. The lady in in waiting. Because, like, I remembered... Because this is one I must have seen because I'm like, oh, right, this is the one where she does an autopsy where she's not supposed to. But that was going in all I remembered. Mm-hmm. And then at one point I was like, I bet Jobril, because of his weird physiology, is actually alive. But I, in retrospect, I'm like, fuck, was I clever or did I just remember more than I thought I did? Because mm. I feel like it could still be kind of obvious. Even if you've never seen it, because it's like, huh, we've introduced this new race and made a big point about how wacky their physiology is. Like, it feels like, you know, if you've watched enough Star Trek, you could be like, okay. Plus, the Klingon is way too obvious. Well, yeah, I I knew it wasn't going to be the Klingon, especially when she started getting shovey. I was like, okay, definitely not you then. Well, and on the other hand, this is going to sound weird, but like... The Vulcan and her shitty husband were too... Shady. Uh, yeah, too obviously shady. No, I mean, you know, maybe it's just because I'm a product of my time, but I figured the white guy must have done it. <laughs> <laughs> so How I many have... Vulcans have a thing for humans? I thought it was unique cool. to Sarek. <laughs> exactly, too. Uh, no, see, I, I read the synopsis of this episode going in, and either I misread it mm-hmm. or I forgot how it ended going mm. in. Because for some reason in my mind, I was like, oh, Joe Brill has this, you know, is a special type of race of thing. And I managed to combine it with Aquiel mm. in, 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 uh, in, in that when he died 
his body would like, cre- like create a clone of himself or something or whatever killed him. Like, he thought he was a time lord? Yeah, or, or he killed somebody else, but then that thing took his form. It got really confused in my brain. I was watching this being like, so that's not really him. He's something else because he's actually still alive, but I don't know what this corpse is. Not entirely thinking that he's playing possum because I forgot. I forgot well, I, it all. You know, I gotta admit, I think I do like a chick. I think it was you, Jake. Who suggested, like, maybe he could have just left behind, like, a shell? That would have been better. Mm. Like, if he yeah, was Yeah, but Bev, to... Bev would have l- figured it out immediately. Oh, or, yeah. if he ha- or maybe he had, like, some kind of, uh, like, a, a mitosis ability or something. Mm. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was one thing that was stupid. He what? had, like, traces of tachyons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which would have been the case if there had been sabotage. But we know there actually hadn't been, so... Why the fuck did he have those tachyons, after all? Didn't he sabotage it himself? Yeah, I think he sabotaged himself knowing that he would be able to survive. Oh, so, the, so sabotage still happened. Yeah, he still sabotaged oh, okay, I, I thought believe, he just yeah. faked it. Okay, that would make some sense. Yeah, he just he just oh, sabotaged okay. it to discredit the other guy and then so he could steal, steal it, the idea. Steal it from right. himself. Yeah, he's like a super modern day Edison. Yeah, exactly. Edison was always sabotaging himself. Well, no, I just really meant sp- always stealing other people's shit. It was more what I was getting at. Dead piece of killing, shit. Killing elephants and whatnot. Oh, that asshole. I know. I can't imagine killing an elephant. No. I can't even imagine killing an elephant, like, If it being... were attacking you? No, well, yeah, I mean, not that either. But, like, because, you know, like, obviously they're super poached so people can, like, get their trunks. Or their, t- their trunks. Their tusks. I feel like even if I was like, yes, this is going to be twenty, you know, million dollars, which this is I guarantee be two billiard balls. You, you, you know what I real what I read recently? Uh, uh, speaking of elephants, uh, is there's so yeah, there's a place there's a population of elephants in Africa that have been hunted for ivory for a long time mm-hmm. and like really severe, and the in the current generation of that group of elephants. Are they born tuskless? They're being born tusks. Tusk, like normally, like in just normal situations, like three percent of elephants are born without tusks. It's it's pretty. Because the ones that sur- the ones that survive are the ones without tusks. Yeah, no but now because so it's like literally like natural selection, well, unnatural yeah. selection mm-hmm. in play. Where so now you're seeing that like a much higher percentage, like thirty percent of elephants in the latest generation are, are tuskless because. Those genes are just now. Those are the genes that suppress Survive, yeah. suppress tusks are more advantageous for survival. What now, poachers? You dumb fucks. Yeah. What like now, the creationists? Thing I've ever heard. Well, it's, it's simultaneously sad, but also just kind of like maybe there's hope for elephants. Well, that and it's almost like nature being like, hey, hey, fuck you. What now? Huh? Yeah, fuck you. My elephant's well, gonna sit in your. Head. I mean, I mean, that's like exactly how natural selection works is yeah. if you have if you have a trait that makes you more likely to survive versus other members of your species then you pass that, on those then traits. you will be the one to pass on the genes and therefore the next generation will have data and Jordy and Riker and Do you think the next generation God of damn you Jake do you think I'm the just, next... Just wait, picturing... wait, was this whole thing a joke? No, no, that's a legit oh, thing. Okay. I'm now picturing an elephant with a visor. Yes. And a really pale elephant with yellow eyes. God help me. God eyes. help me, yellow eyes. Mm. And an also, elephant, that almost sounded a little with, bit like your yellow lion. Yeah, a, an elephant with big curly hair that annoys all the other ones by reminding them that it's an empath. I oh, like the idea I that you were talking about O'Brien. I like the idea that in the in the twenty fourth century, elephants, despite being hunted to near extinction now, manage to survive, but French doesn't. 
That is funny. Oh, God, that reminds me. Troy. Um, Troy. There's a bit where she's like, Captain, I'm worried about Beverly. I've been trying to talk to her all day. Oh, yeah. Troy got the token line this episode. She's been avoiding me. And he's like, I'm not surprised. And I just wanted him to be like, no one wants to talk to you. Especially (laughs) when they just want to be left alone to sulk, you fucking pestering bitch. But I'm an empath. Oh, my God, we know. Why don't you go tell somebody's dad to write a contract for them to follow again, you dumb bitch? (laughs) That was so stupid. That was the fucking worst. That really was, like, just her. Like, I just imagine her sitting there, like, filing her nails, like, huh? Yeah, why don't you, uh, pop some bubblegum? Go write, like, a contract or some shit. Give me a call. (laughs) Tap tap your ear. Call me in a month or so. Let me know how it goes. Like... Troy is better now that she wears a uniform. Yeah, Dude, you know what I noticed, though? They really paled her up in one of these two episodes. I don't remember which one it was. She's always got really light, light But I feel like they've been lighter facing her since she got into the new uniform. I think it might might be, you'd know, there's bigger contrast because the top of her uniform is is black. Yeah. Maybe, but I'm just like, Jesus, she looks like a fucking ghost. Because she's like naturally... Got like a little bit of color to it. Yeah, she's kind of almost can you a say Mediterranean. That? Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, no, she's definitely she's, like. I think you can say someone's got a, a, a complexion. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I just want to make sure. I don't want to offend Marina Sirtis. I mean, she's she's English. You can't offend her. The English are very she's, easily offended. She's whoa. They're too busy making fun of themselves before anyone else can. She's she's English. I hope no English people listen to our show because oi, Gavna. <laughs> I hope all of them do, just because I love English people. No, you don't. I do. Do you really? Yeah. Are you kidding? The English? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, you know, the ones that aren't awful, like uh, UKIP. Well, yeah, no, but like, what, that's sort of... It's their nationalist party. Doesn't that kind of go oh, without saying, though? I mean... That was a person. I don't like the nationalist party in this country. Why would I like that? Well, I'm just saying, they, they, you know... Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, like, we shouldn't be tossing... Stones in terms of. Oh no, I'm not. I mean, we're shitty groups of politicians. Fucking, yeah, no, no, we got them too. I'm just saying. Oi, we weigh people in stones. <laughs> That's true. When you go to the doctor's office, doctor's they what? put you on a big scale with stones on one side and you on the other, and they see how many stones they put on that side until you lift still, up. Still, still less offensive than than Lin Manuel's Miranda's uh, Lin Manuel's. Lin Manuel's Miranda. Yeah, Lin no. Manuel. Did that movie come out? Miranda Class's accent. Did that movie Oh, no. Happen? Yeah. Yeah, Did you see it? I did. Was it garbage? Um, no, it was fine. I don't remember hearing much about it. It was It was fine. People liked it. Did they? Yeah. Are we talking about Mary Poppins? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it's Golo no, set? None of the well, songs you, and you, are... But you've been enjoying the soundtrack. You bought the soundtrack. No, it was free on Amazon, so I've been listening to it. Oh. <laughs> like, none of the songs are super memorable. They sometimes get stuck in your head. Ben Wishaw can sing, which was a shock. Um, Is that Q? Yes. It's Q, right? James Bond Q. Yeah, wrong Q. Q. Um, oh, huh. I wasn't even thinking that. Lesser Qs. I know, it was, you know, it was, it was fine. Yeah, but I don't Q's been around for longer than that Q. I mean, not Ben Wishaw <laughs> himself. What you're saying. So confusing, though. I'm but yeah, saying, no, it's James really... Bond Q predates Star Trek Q. That's yes. what I was saying, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was, it was as someone you. who adores mm. the original very, very much, it was cute and, you know, 
It was kind of, you know, it was like The Force Awakens. It was like, we're going to hit all these same notes you remember, but slightly different. Was yeah. Updated fine. for today. Yeah. And, you know, Look was, at all the money we can use now. Yeah, and so it was, it was fine. I, I, I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't adore it, but, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda did a fine job of having a terrible British accent like Dick Van Dyke before him. Mm. And I heard Dick has a cameo. He does! It's which small. is fucking delightful. Yeah, no, it's great. I was really excited when I heard that. That actually yeah. made me, like, my cynical heart be like, aww. Yeah, no, and he, his scene is great. Is he the old bank owner again? He's, he's in it. I yeah, Lin-Manuel is American, isn't he? Yeah, but again, so is Dick Van Dyke, so. Yeah, I know, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like how in in I was gonna say in uh, in Star Trek they replaced. Um, is Lin Manuel what you said? Lin Manuel Miranda. Man, yeah. yeah, he's American. He's American. Yeah, I thought he was Puerto Rican. Well, that's the same. That's thing. American. Oh well, we don't act like it is. That's, <laughs> that's no, well, that's certainly true. true. But he is technically American. But yeah, no, he's 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 American, and uh, it does play sort of the equivalent to Bert. He is Jack the Lamplighter. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, there you go. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. That was oh, weird. I apologize. Yeah. I, no, I was that. just curious. I hadn't, I, I hadn't, I remember seeing ads for it and then I didn't see anything of it. Did Dumbo come out? Did no, it? that's still coming, I think, uh, spring That was terrible. Although it that's does have Danny idea. DeVito, so. It looks, it looks terrible, but Is I do. playing Dumbo? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's playing the, the, not, the not even in makeup. I think he's playing the the, the, the circus man. Yeah, yeah, he's like the, the ringmaster. Ring yeah. I will say I don't want to yeah. see the movie, but I would like to see like clips of Michael Keaton's scenes because he's the bad guy, and that motherfucker plays a great bad guy. Wait, yeah. bad guy, in Danny Dumbo? DeVito. Yeah, what's the bad guy in Dumbo? The guy that takes her mom away. The mom away. Wait a shit. minute, wait a minute. So this movie has Danny DeVito and Michael Keaton, and we're not super stoked for it, dude. Because first of all, Dumbo it's... was a shitty movie when we were kids. Now it's even worse, and they're making fucking Tim Burton. Tim Burton made hasn't it. made. Oh, a good... it's Tim Burton. Yeah. Oh, oh, Tim yeah, Burton. You start to understand. Tim Burton hasn't made a good movie in eighteen years. What's the last good movie you think Tim? Big Fish. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say Big, Big Fish. Fish Big Fish is the one. See, I've never seen Big Fish. Oh, it's oh, amazing. Big Fish is really good. I know, also, I really want to see like, it. It's, it's a tier I know it's one of Chris's favorites, and I it's, kind of... No, it's like, one of my favorite movies, but I legit think Tim Burton should have stopped at that point, because he clearly said everything he'd ever been trying to say as an artist at that point. He should have moved on to writing, like, creepy children's books. Everything mm-hmm. since then has just been him crying about his failed relationship with his dad, apparently. Which, to an extent, is what Big Fish yeah, that's what is Big about, but it was done much more... It was done much better. But like, yeah, but, and also... Also, it's really weird with that movie, <laughs> speaking for Danny DeVito. Yeah. Danny DeVito is a short man, but yes. he is technically not like a little person. Right. Or, he's just a short man. He's Slightly just, too big to be a little person. But he's Go next figure. to Deep Roy in some scenes, and he has like maybe eight inches on Deep Roy. <laughs> Yeah, well, who's deep? He's he's like he played the he played all of the Oompa Loompas in the Tim Burton. Oh, uh, oh, he, in, the, in the Tim Burton. More importantly, he was inside the uh, puppet suit in the Talons of Wang Chien. What's that? He's like a, he's, a, he's a famous okay. small actor. Yeah, he was also I think inside the Talons of Wang Chien. He might have actually been inside a suit in a new Doctor Who as well. He might have been an alien in Star Wars. And he's in all sorts of things. But he is often he's in, in suits. He's in all sorts of little suits, yes. He's, he is often in suits, mm-hmm. yes. Anyway, sorry, we keep tangenting. Jake, you were going to There's nothing else out. to say on this episode. Yeah, I we've think we it. have said all we've, we have to say. We've succeeded. We've gone into talking about Tim Burton movies, so at that we can wrap it up. Yep. So, next week on our show, A Star to Star Star, we will be talking about two episodes of The Jack's Generation. Ooh. Rightful Hair. Oh. And second... 
chances. Is, does uh does Patrick Stewart does Jean Luc get plugs in? Uh... <laughs> yes. No. Worf <laughs> finds the lost hair of Kalis. Oh. Anyway. Is it Alexander? Well, Kalis famously threw his hair into a volcano to forge a batleth. What? That he used to strike down the gods. What? Why do Klingons believe this? Klingons shit? are idiots. <laughs> I don't think they yeah. believe it. It's a mythology, right? You know, it's like a Zeusy thing. People may have believed that. Mm. Well, I mean, they did, and also consider the mythology that you know Christian people. Believe. That's also true. So, um, so it's really uh, nice mythology and everything. So anyway, yes. Next next time we have rightful heir and second chances. So we are looking forward to that. Until then, find our internet on Facebook. Search for Star to Star Star by, and <laughs> you can also find us on Tumblr and Twitter too. Tumblr. At SSHB Podcast. Would Tumblr be some kind of? Is that a Vulcan name? T-apostrophe-umblar. Yeah, umblar. You're right. Also, uh, you can download our music on iTunes and Google and other podcasts. And, as always, on our home on the web on SoundCloud. And that is it. So, until next time, my name has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Peace out, bitches. There we go. (laughs) Jake didn't try to do a a line at the end It was Fat Bastard was hilarious I loved Fat Bastard Don't fucking judge me There was a period of like Of a year where Even as a kid I knew that movie was bad You couldn't get away from I ate a baby Oh you couldn't Yes and I was the one Who would do the Oh, I was the God. person people loved seeing as, as, you a, as, a, as a person of, of size, size. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't find this offensive. No, no, here's the thing. No, because when you're a person of size, if you can reference fat jokes and get people to laugh with you, you can get them to not laugh at you, or at least not to your face, because mm. they think you have value. At least they think what? you ate a baby. Wow, this, yeah. is, this just got dark. No, yeah. seriously, though, it's true. It was a coping mechanism. Anyway... <laughs>